0: Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission.
1: Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts.
2: So a nice clean pass to take that position for... Sheldon van der Linde and he will now try and peg back Matt Campbell, he's already Matt Campbell in those 3 or 4 laps has taken 7 seconds out of the guys behind him Uh, let's find out what's going on in some of the other cars down the field, Andy Lally was spun out of the race in the number 44 car earlier on it caused a a full course yellow when the Magnus Racing car got beached to turn 10b, Nick Damon's with him now
3: And the obvious question, um,
4: how upset are you with the person who punted you off? Uh, About as... We've taken our level of driving this weekend, and we've just made it... um, We've lowered the bar. But, you know, it's funny, actually, because we got... We we thought we were going to go yellow a couple hours ago, and we made a call to pit, and we stayed on old tyres, and we just took a splash, so I was... Junk, And uh, I got to give at least one shout-out to the 32. I think it was Kenton in the car because I was blocking the hell out of him trying to stay on the lead lap, and uh, he, he did it. He raced me as clean as he could. I probably would have punted me, but um, the shit for brains that punted me in 10A. Some of these guys just don't know how to run too wide. You know, um, it is what it is. That's kind of been our year. Uh, tough one. I, it looks like we're rolling back now. We had some overheating problems. I think we might have stuck a stone through the radiator when we got stuck in the gravel trap there. But um, big thanks to this crew. They've been hustling. Big happy birthday next week to my girlfriend, Lori and Spence's wife, Lindsay, today. <laughs> thanks, so
3: thanks, Andy. And uh, apologies for language there as well.
4: No. Uh.
2: No, I let up at the front of the field as Philip Albuquerque had said he got close to Jack Aiken. he's now gone by him Jeremy, yeah. and that's the number 10 car, yep. Yep. back and that- ahead and that takes them back I think to the top of the Championship standings, doesn't it? Yes, yes it By does. 29 points yeah. This is extraordinary,
5: fantastic stuff
2: This is extraordinary, Bordet not really in the Championship hunt So he is heading towards a race victory at the moment but still plenty of miles to do We've completed 328 laps Albuquerque was on an absolute tear and managed to track down Jack Aiken in the wheel Cadillac
5: Yeah, who's be, who has been doing a super job but uh, today he's just not got the same pace that he had uh, a little bit earlier on relative to the competition.
2: It was down a turn 10-8 again, Jeremy. Dodge out from the behind the Jack Aiken car. There was huh. traffic there. It was a lovely manoeuvre. Very late down the inside. Yeah. Let off the brakes. That's pretty good. And fair driving again by Jack Aiken. Um He could have turned in there, but that would have been probably disastrous for the pair of them. And they are fighting for the championship so that is the championship battle just heading down the back straight now under the Motul bridge and now to the top of the brow with uh, a little bit of a gap ahead of them now it's just the leader ahead of them as they go down into the braking area in that lit area of the circuit
5: and Tom Blomqvist has fallen all the way to the back of that train of cars he was leading it not so long ago uh, he was in the fourth position, he's now ninth in car number 60, really struggling. On that last lap, he was overtaken by the number five car of Termin van der Helm, by Philip Eng in BMW and by Terry Ticknell in number 59 Proton Porsche, wow. Meanwhile, some stunning laps again from Sebastian Borde. A 1 minute 12.0 last time around for him.
2: best lap of a 10 917 917 not a Porsche but the Cadillac tie there looks like there might be a pit stop in the offing for that number 60 car yeah. that has dropped back you can't afford to lose to I mean even if they've got more in the tank they've uh, done yeah. what have they done 27 laps in yeah. that yeah but
5: the, the thing is now we're looking towards the end of the race we've Correct. got to just under two hours to go Correct. and it can make a pit stop now and probably just about get it to the end It'd be a bit of a stretch if it goes green all the way but i think they can probably just about manage it yeah i agree they, they, they'd like to do another lap or two i would think but he's struggling so badly that i think they're just hemorrhaging
2: time problem now is the 35 seconds off the leader they're in danger of losing the lead lap if they came in and a a yellow came out so they've got to be a bit careful here what 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 lap stints have we seen Jeremy well into the 30s haven't we Um, yeah 40s yeah so this, is, this would be early this would be a good 10 laps or so early but as Jeremy oh, yeah. says back timing from the end of the race and he's just losing too much time at the moment uh, 14-3 in traffic last time around for Harry Tinkler, ahead of 17-3 for Tom Blomqvist hemorrhaging time there and that isn't just The traffic that's playing its part. Remember, he was heading that queue in fourth position not so very long ago. It's the 26th running of Matul Patilamon here at Vigiland Raceway Road Atlanta. We're in full dark now. Official darkness started ten minutes ago. So everyone out there now is qualified to drive in the dark. One, two, three 2, 3 across the track, coming down into the Primo overtaking spot at the bottom of the hill. Second place P2 car, the number 18 of Christian Rasmussen. He's going through the corners at the end of the lap there. Nine seconds now for day Alex Quinn in LMP2 for the 52 pr Matheson Motorsport team, leads. that means at the moment, Ben Keating has the invitation to Le Mans 2024, Christian Rasmussen for Aero Motorsport, what a race they've had, by the way, I'm yeah, seriously considering them yeah. for the BDO No Strategy Award, because they were two <laughs> laps down earlier on, and they'd been hit by everybody. Yeah,
5: I mean, yeah, that, that, those, strategic decisions were fairly easy but Rasmussen is driving a brilliant sin right now, he's overtaken the two cars uh, that are behind him now number 0-4 and number 35 and he's all over the the back end now of Alex Quinn in in that PR1, Matheson car number 52 has been a tremendous drive
2: by him and he's closing that car down, now within a second, Alex Quinn thinking I'm sure about the award of the invitation and the championship meantime in GTD the pro and Am still mixed up, two TGT pros at the front of the field and uh, take that back, team court is at the front of the field in the 32 AMG as into the pits comes Loris Spinelli in the fourth place GTD car, Forte Racing Now, they should be able to get to the end from here with one more stop, Jeremy. The GTD cars can surely do 55 minutes. Yep. And Tom Blomqvist has also come into the pit lane. Looks like Tom Blomqvist is getting out. Which one of you guys are down there? Joe Bradley? No. I'll check that out for you. Can't quite see with the binoculars see around the TV booth <laughs> down there so I'll get that in a moment I think that was the sensible thing to do, Colin Brown got into the car it was a four tyre stop, so new Michelins for Colin Brown full tank of VP Racing Fuel and Colin Brown probably to the end now then Jeremy and Just hearing that Tom Blomqvist has had a warning for blocking in that stint. Now, that goes to the car, not to the driver. So, Colin Brown needs to be aware of that. But he now is one pit stop away from the end of the race. Let's go to Jeremy for the penultimate set of... Uh, M- uh, Michelin Endurance Championship points for the season
5: yeah and in the GTP I think uh, we can pretty much crown Whelan Engineering Racing Cadillac the car number 31 as the champions in the uh, MEC for the team's championship and that would be Peter Durrani, Alexander-Sims and Jack Aitkin. they were third across the line at the 8 hour mark but uh, they uh, now can't be beaten uh, Cadillac Racing um, got the maximum points there, but they've got they'll they'll now have 34 points to the 38 of uh, the number 31 team, and there are five points available for the winner at each at each juncture in a race. But there's two points for fourth position, so uh, that's good job done there for the number 31 team. Congratulations to them in uh, LMP2. That's still up for grabs uh, with the uh, maximum points of number 52 team, PL1 Matheson Motorsports, uh, Ben Keating, Paul Luchata and Alex Quinn, they now have 36 points to the 37 of Crowdstrike Racing by APR, that's George Kurtz and Ben Hanley, so that's uh, very much up for grabs in LMP2. LMP3, hats off to Riley Motorsports, uh, job done there in number 74 team in GTD Pro, again very, very close, none of the top three point scorers. Uh, uh, actually we're among the top three at that eight hour mark uh, so now WeatherTech Racing car number 79 will have a one point edge over Corvette which is out of the race uh, and uh, n- and number 35 car uh, excuse me number 14 car of uh, Vassar Sullivan which is also out of the race so uh, I think we can pretty much crown number 79, 79 team as the champions uh, even if they uh, fail to finish uh, uh, at the end of the race they should be good to go in GTD um, having scored second having been placed second at the four hour mark team off Motorsports were leading at the eight hour mark that'll give them maximum points they now have 37 points to the 34 of uh, heart of racing team number kind of 27 the Aston Martin so if the uh, team Court of car can finish ahead or within a position of the harder racing Aston Martin then the Team Court of Motorsports will win the Michelin Endurance
2: Cup in GTD so an hour and three quarters to go and still Even with those championships that Jeremy has just described having been decided, still plenty to go at the front of the face. Not the front of the face, front of the race. Thank you for all of your tweets and messages that have been coming in this week and particularly today. Really appreciate the collective support and wisdom that we've been getting here on IMSA Radio been another great race, I've thoroughly enjoyed this still one major endurance event for us in RSL to cover this year, that will be the 12 hours of Kuwait check RadioLemont.com for all the details 12 hours in the desert, in the evening time for the 24H series, partners with IMSA of course a few years ago down at Sebring. rather hope that we can Another one of their races back did a race 24 hour race at Cota as well. So Jack Aiken has just gone back by Philippe Albuquerque. Some of the championship points have changed around again. And and Engineering and, wow. and Cadillac go. But Jeremy, this is what we've got to think of at the end of the race. Yeah, this is extraordinary.
5: Yet another championship lead change.
2: I think we've had as many Championship lead changes yeah. as we've had lead changes in the front We're, of the yeah. field. We're Eleven points—the difference between Alex Sims and People Durrani, Philippe Albuquerque, and Ricky Taylor. One of these teams will be desperate to get cars in between themselves and their other Championship contender, because yeah. at that point you've got a little bit of a buffer. But at the moment, they're second and third in the race. And, as I said before, the two Cadillac teams, one is Chip Ganassi run, one is Action Express run. So, it's not as if they're running out of the same shop. So, they're not going to drop Sebastian Baudet back to put some points gap in between them. They're racing for the win. All three of them are racing for the win, adding Matt Campbell, who's only 20 seconds Away from the lead. Yeah,
5: and what's interesting about that, John, is that uh, we thought he, he was absolutely charging he was. there, and he got the gap down from 14 seconds to uh, almost a bit under less than eight, and it's now go- gone out again to over 12 over the last four or five
2: laps. Oh, it was a mistake, a rare mistake ah. by Philippe Albuquerque coming out of 10B. He was alongside the TDS racing car, and the TDS racing car didn't give him very much room, to be honest. On the outside, coming out of the right hander before the Fox Factory Bridge. And it was a fairly uncontested pass then for Jack Aiken as he slipped through whilst Philippe Albuquerque was getting back on the racing surface. Here we go again. I think there was a little touch on the back of the championship leading number 52 wins. LMP2 car which immediately comes into the pits, that's Alex Quinn and that means he drops down the order here, era racing Christian Rasmussen to the lead TDS in second, it's a I think it's a flat tyre is it there was certainly some damage on the right rear the uh, the light is hanging down there Jeremy it was a light touch but a touch nevertheless, this should be there. Penultimate stop.
5: Um, Actually, the back no, of the goal. Yeah, no, only two stops here. Yeah, the two from L&P 2 cars.
2: Yeah, they only run uh, 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. Forty, yeah, they? 40, 40 minutes or so, yeah, yes. Sorry, yeah. So we've got 102 minutes remaining. They're replacing the light cluster at the back there. Hello to Adam Green. Thank you for staying with us all the way through today. at IMSO Radio.
5: Number 04 car also in the pit lane there, the crowd strike by APR making the pit stop along with number 52. even with those two in the pits as uh, Christian Rasmussen's only four seconds ahead of Josh Pearson in that uh, TDS car 35 Pearson's done a nice job again
2: yes again for a young man but a lot of experience now yeah. Josh Pearson hasn't he
5: true that and Baudet has extended his lead now to uh, ten seconds over Jack Aitken who's having made that pass on Philip Albuquerque is now back in the preferred seat in terms of the championship chase. But you can bet your bottom dollar Philip Albuquerque is going to try his darndest to get that position back again. Andy Campbell now 15 seconds back in the fourth position. Boy, it's interesting how he's just lost a fair bit of ground lately and he's coming under pressure again now. Or well, will be shortly by number 25 because there's a spin
2: I think it's the 50 is it the 52 on the way out no it's not yes it is nice
5: no, it is the it 52 is, car me.
2: so uh, on the, this is again on an out lap down at turn 10b and this is the invitation to Le Mans this is the championship Possibly going out the window. Alex Quinn desperately trying to rally cross his way out of the beach. I don't think he's going to do it. Straighten the wheels up, Alex. Straighten the wheels up. You might just get out. He has just got onto the grass. My goodness me, that is so close to disaster. So, as they run, it was the 52 car leading. As he comes down there... Oh, he was side by side with another car. And then he couldn't get restarted I believe and that's when he ran into the, to the gravel but that was definitely side by side action and Alex trying to keep the car running possibly the 18 was that the car that was a TDS car uh, or oh, the 18, I think it was the 18 she has got better eyes than me so it, the era car is in the pit lane so yeah, I think it was, so that was the leader in the class so that was the battle at the front of the field and at the Top of the championship standings as well, and they've had to come in now. How will race control see that one out in the darkness? Had a couple of people saying, by the way, the lighting looks better this year. Have they improved it? I think the cameras are better because it's still very, very dark. And off has gone the number 59, and that has spun around the weather tech portion, just coming
5: out of the pits.
2: That's coming out of the pits as well. And down through the S's. Oh, Harry Tinknell. How unusual is that? I don't think he's got any damage, but he's struggling for grip on those cold Michelin tyres. And going through on the outside, a P2 car. Looked like the 88 AF course at to me that was going by. Oh, my. Oh, my. Bordet, blissfully unaware. What's, ha- seconds. what's
5: happened to Matty Campbell? He's losing... Yeah, a second or more allowed now he all of a sudden has he burned the tyres yeah well think? that's
2: what I was thinking I tell you what there was contact there on the wall yeah with Tinknell when he went straight on over the top again at three it wasn't heavy contact but I think he'll have to bring that car in Jeremy yeah he's shaking the nose a little bit I wonder if Campbell did burn the tyres did they get their pressures wrong at the start was it, a, was it not a new set of tyres last time around
5: at this stage in the race surely it was yeah.
2: so my goodness how uh, just hearing by the way the magnus car 44 Aston Martin officially retired, I think we'd realised that, but official so get the sharpie of doom out, pass for the lead a couple of laps ago when Albuquerque went wide I think that was the TDS car that he was racing against uh, trying to get around the outside uh, and then moments ago there was a little touch, ah, it was the number 10 car that brushed the back now Philippe Albuquerque brushing the back of the 52 so that'll be getting looked at as well
5: <laughs> Boy, they haven't had a, a dull moment in race control that is absolutely for certain
2: we'll keep an eye and see if race controller to review that
5: Bordello continuing to extend his lead, it's now 12 seconds over the other Cadillac with Philip Albuquerque stuck behind him and then Matty Campbell another 18 seconds back in the fourth position in that Porsche car number 7 that was flying not so long ago Sheldon van der Linde tracking in, about three or four seconds behind him. He's pretty much maintaining that gap. Actually closing in a little bit, actually, as uh, Matty Campbell has slipped back from that battle for, between second and third. Time van der Helm, fairway, fairway back, further back, 15 seconds or more back in the sixth position and holding off Philip Eng in the second of the BMWs. Those are the only cars on the lead lap at the moment, number 60 cars a lap down and number 59 car uh he, he's kept going again so he's still just one lap down he hasn't come back into the pits either
2: mm.
5: harry ticknell so he's kept kept on going is he two laps down or is he is he just on the tail end of that lap uh
2: tinkers that we talked about here yeah uh, tinkers in the 59 where is he in relation sure. to 0-1?
5: Uh, 0-1's zero one?
2: zero just coming through turn five at the moment.
5: Yeah. Ticknell's around there somewhere, I think.
2: He's <laughs> behind the zero one.
5: one Is he? Okay, fine. Yeah. So he is two laps down
2: now. Yeah, correct. So. Nick Damon, down in the pit lane. The uh,
3: number 10, uh, Acura, the... Uh, has just snuck in the Wayne Taylor racing car, just, just sneaked in without anyone knowing. This looks like a full service of tyres, but no driver change. Uh, the tyres look simply shiny, which is probably good news because that means they're new. But they will have to uh, take heed of what they've seen from Harry Tietgen. Take it easy the first few corners. This should be their penultimate pit stop. One more after this. Expecting to see the 25 BMW any minute now. With. Uh, Makers you can do about 45 minutes on a tank, and therefore we are within an hour and a half. Just about more. Oh, it's now in an 30.
5: Seconds uh, within The GTP cars. Yeah,
2: the GTP cars. But um, they, they, they? they could, yeah, yeah. But they, they're cutting it down to two 45 minutes. dude. Oh. sensible. We're, we're
3: about to get a big. Uh, we're about to get a load. Here comes our leader, uh, Sebastian Bourdais. is going to come to the feet of the Cadillac squad any second now. Ringo van der as was exclusively revealed about five hours ago, is going to take that car to the end. <laughs> Uh, so they got the Van de Zander, Bordet, who I think in both of his stints must have been in the lead just about the entire time. Jack Aikin comes in for 31, right to the end of the pit lane, of course, as they were the team leading the championship when they got here uh, a few days ago. That's a full service driver change. Uh, 31 getting into that car is going to be uh, Pipa Vidarani to take it to the end. Waiting for the Still waiting for they put the uh, the BMW. The man with the BMW 25 sort of number on the on the, on the waggly sort of uh, lollipop. he would be waiting for there for half an hour for the car turned up. Ah, oh, there it is. Uh, and this is a full service as well. So whoever's in the 25 has got out, and somebody else is getting
2: in. Uh, who's in the 25 at the moment, boys? Sorry, need to turn my mic on if I'm going to speak. So uh, it was Sheldon van der Linde who was in that car.
3: Okay, well Sheldon's got out. Uh, and to my left, the JDM Miller Motorsport comes to a stop. And it's going to be. Uh, well, it's not Jensen getting in, so I think it's Mike Rockefeller getting
2: in. I would think so. Yeah, yeah so Rockefeller right. so rockets
3: to the end on that car, and they are all now just trotting through quite happily. Very, very long fuel fill on the uh, on the, the BMW. I mean, it just it, it could be an illusion. Just so I, I look round, but it seems to be there for a long time. Door shut on the the JDM car. No, no, door not shut actually, the door was almost shut on that car, and it unshut itself again, so having a door shutting issue. Oh yeah, give it an excellent amount of risk there by the mechanic, (laughs) and the number five car, the GDC car is away, and that's our little flurry of excitement of uh, GTP
2: cars having their penultimate stops. Coming down at 90 minutes, as Nick was saying, It's been a race uh, in some ways of attrition, but attritional in the most part yeah. down to contact. Although there's been a couple of uh, transmission issues, we've had a couple of suspension issues. Notably, although that was uh, on the Iron Dims, that was caused by contact as well. It was uh, a transmission issue, I think, on the originally on the number 12 Lexus. Early on in the piece, Nick Tandy taken out in an accident caused by Dennis Anderson in the high-class racing number 20, which involved that car and four others, or three others, excuse me, took the Inception McLaren out early on. Big damage to that, and the 23 Triazi Ferrari involved. So that took the number six Porsche Penske motorsport car out of the race effectively, although they did come back uh, out but another accident uh, for Lawrence Vantur uh, sidelined that car for the rest of the race, and that was one of the championship contenders out early. Philip Eng now into the pit lane in the BMW M Hybrid V8. Uh, this will be his penultimate stop, and Nick Damon is watching that car trundle down the pit lane. Comes to a halt. And. Going to work, and that's going to be a driver change with new Michelin tyres going on there. All four being changed at this point. No sense in doing anything else. Philip Eng out, and Farfus getting in. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick w- Dimon,
3: here yeah, now. Yeah. Ah, I think I, don't, I, I thought I was talking over you there, which is a nightmare. Uh, just, just saying it's a full service on the, on the BMW, and also we've got the Acura, the 93. Uh, 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 and now we've got Matt Campbell, the Porsche. Don't forget this car got, managed to get itself out of sync by not coming in uh, uh, immediately in the last set of uh, pit stops, then coming in a lap later, so giving up all the track position. As Jeremy's pointed out, it's been losing time recently.
2: Here we Need to, to find out from st- that whether off. they, when they eventually did come into the pits, I can't remember whether they took tyres or not. Um, the tyres going on are not shiny, but then they obviously
3: they've all got a couple of sets that they've needed, that they have literally just run in deliberately. So it doesn't, no, the, the fronts are new definitely, so they're it's definitely new at the front and almost new at the rear, probably a lap or so at most in the back. Tear off. Uh, having a little bit of shifty at the front of the car, actually. It looks like they've got a. a oh, it's smoking like heck from the, uh, the front left. That is causing the problem. That's why they're having a little They've got some time while the fuel goes in, but they're having a real look at the air intakes and the air ducts on that front left. I mean, the smoking of a disc in itself isn't a major issue, isn't a major problem, but um, it's, uh, it comes in. Shall I do a quick interview as well? Yes, please. Uh, with uh, Jack Aiken out of the 31. Uh, Jack. You you brought the car where you needed to be Great battle And you brought the car effectively In with a chance of winning
1: Yep um, It was really really tough (laughs) I mean uh, the 10's really quick tonight And uh, getting through the traffic clean Is is super super difficult We're getting to that point in the race Where we're happy to take a little bit more risk But yeah I mean uh, He had a few moments I had a few moments And it was just you know Trying to keep the nose clean Is this the toughest race for traffic You've ever driven in? Uh, it's up there, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean it's just so busy, right? And um, we've got a lot of AMs that don't get a lot of seat time, so the speed difference even within the slower casters is pretty huge. So trying to gauge where their breaking point's going to be is a bit of a lottery, but uh, it's good fun.
3: End of the season, chance to ask you about next year. Obviously, you've been the endurance man for the uh, the Whedon team. Is that continue next year? You're going to get a full time drive for somebody else?
1: So I uh, know i have signed up to continue with these guys on the full season. Um, alexander's moving on to pastures with corvette so that opened up a slot and um yeah i'm really excited there's a few tracks on the calendar that i can't wait to to try like uh, long beach and laguna um so yeah really looking forward to that see another
3: another european driver gonna make their career in america
1: <laughs> we'll see yeah i've got my toes still in europe uh, with some gt stuff i might continue that next year we'll see but um i love it here thank you jack and i hear we got some problems in the back
2: straight john uh, we have, it is Catherine Leg in the number 66 gradient Acura has pulled off to the side of the road now there's not much room there on the run down that back stretch to the top of the hill before you drop down to 10A, drivers left she's still got power there I can see lights on, she's cycling through the power cycling the car, should I say, a handful course yellow has come out all bets are off ladies and gentlemen 0-4 Ben Hanley beat it in Alex Quinn beat it in as well for PR1 Matheson Motorsport Alex in that number 52 car this should be a quick recovery at the very least so so new nose going on to the number 6 Porsche for Matt Campbell, so that's what, excuse me, for the number 7 Matt Campbell when that car comes in, now Nick had said that they'd had a look at that, so maybe out of our sight there was some kind of contact for Matt Campbell in the Porsche, that would explain why he was off pace the left front tyre looked much worse than the tyres that came off the back now it does get a lot of hard work here that left front tyre but maybe he's lost a bit of front downforce and they're changing the nose for a slightly different specification to give him a little bit more bite total speculation at this point Nick Damon, I'm sure will nip down to Porsche Penske Motorsport and ask well Jeremy, 85 minutes to go so we'll be down there's something around about 75 minutes. By the time we go back to green flag racing, yep. and
5: So they'll still need one more stop. I don't see anybody coming no. into the pits right now,
2: other that uh, other uh, than that number seven cart to change its nose. Uh, at least they have it there, so that is an option. Yes,
5: yeah, going to That's cost them valuable track position, isn't it? and uh, the good news for harry tinkle is he was just about able to stay ahead of rengo van der zander so he's still on the lead lap so we still have the uh, the uh, the nine remaining cars in gtp still on the lead lap which is pretty amazing actually well i suppose there's been a lot of caution periods but still
2: 52 has been given the initial pass around that's the wins lmp2 Paul shatter uh, now behind the wheel. Still
5: going to be a lap behind, I think. He'll get one of his laps back. I think he'd lost two.
2: That was Alex Quinn, wasn't it? Who was uh, in the car? They've they've uh, swapped him out for Paul Lubshater. Ben Hanley had. Uh, um, Hang on a second, Jeremy. Paul Lukic goes across the line now. He's only one lap back, isn't he? Or has he just? Put, yeah. Has he just had the wave by? Or is yeah. he not had the wave by? No, he must have had the wave by. He's in front of the safety car. Sorry, I, it's. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going mad. It's no, you're not. Broad uh, uh, I think
5: he's. I think he's a lap. Uh, a lap behind. I think. Correct. I think
2: he's, he came out the pit and I think got the wave by straight away. He's just completed his outlap. He's down at turn five now on his f- uh, second lap out of the pits. Uh, Paul Loupchat then got in that car. I think they got in just before the full course yellow. Yes, they did. Um, and that's why he got the initial pass around straight away. Catherine Leg, not very happy and somewhat frustrated when we were talking to her in the pit lane earlier on with the JG, went with Gradient NSX. Uh, coming back to the pits on the end of a tour up that is that is the car that won this race last year for gradient and uh coming back in that form the pit lane it's not going to help cat's mood at all i wouldn't have thought so the pass around for the rest of the field is starting now as well so don't worry if you're seeing cars going past the safety car out on the circuit 82 minutes still to go waiting to see if the pits are going to open we have had the longest green flag stint was the one before the previous caution that was an hour and 12 minutes and this one was 53 minutes we now into our 60th 60 laps of yellow 10 stints of yellow 10 full course yellows
5: yeah that's in the race that's not uh, not the record <laughs>
2: You said that with some resignation, Jeremy, as if yes. you think we might not be finished yet. It'd be nice to think. I think the record record's thirteen, I think. Yeah. For how many laps? Sixty No, in fact, I think this might be the record number of laps though. Was it not fifty-nine, the record number of lap of Green Flag laps? Prototype pits are just opening. So no, seventy-eight. We've had uh, laps. the most
5: number of cautions we've had uh, was actually fourteen. That was back in 2017. Uh, last year we had nine for a total of 65 laps. Total number of laps uh, record. Wrong word. Uh, is 78. That was two years ago. How many have we had now? Do you say?
2: Uh, 60. 60.
5: Okay. Last year was 65 with nine caution periods. We've had ten cautions now.
2: And the average is just under 60. Well, just 50, under 55.
5: 52.2 yeah, is the oh, okay. average number of. Uh,
2: so safety car with the field behind it and the pits have just opened for the GTPs Nick Damon I think uh, GT oh, sorry prototypes Nick Damon you have uh, a caller and that is the Acura of Colin Brown and Mike Rockefeller in the GDC Miller Motorsports Porsche and Harry Ticknell in the Porsche. Those were the three cars at the back of the GTP field. Yeah,
3: and they're arriving as, as you speak. Now, the JDC Miller Motorsport car did stop everyone else a while ago, so they're just taking advantage of, it, of a nice slurp of fuel. Uh, it's new tyre on the... Yep, four new boots for the uh, Acura, the uh, number 60. And a good old shifty at the nose, of course, of that Tinknell 59 Porsche, the uh, Proton car, because he smacked that against the barriers, didn't he? But they're they're tough old things, these Porsches. It just looks completely undamaged. He's got got some tyre scuff, but that's not from another car. It's from a tyre barrier. And he leaves just a few, uh, well, about two seconds at most behind um, the Acura, the the 60 car. Uh, Also going past him was the uh, Riley 74 P3 that's leading uh, in uh, LMP3.
2: so what's going on there if you haven't worked that out is they're just pushing their fuel window a bit further into the race there Jeremy aren't they? yeah and,
5: and therefore needing less fuel on their final stop yeah. so it'll be a, f- a quicker final stop
2: yeah it won't save them a stop because we're still too far out but as you say Jeremy yeah the, the f- uh, Joe's another lengthy
5: caution period however yeah and uh, they, well. they it's 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 it's, it's this is a bit be a stretch but hey they're, they're struggling so it's worth the gamble
2: and if you're at the back of the line we've heard everybody talking about uh, heard everybody talking about the track position being king if you're at the back of the line then you might as well do something a little bit different yeah. and that's what they are doing
5: Yep, so it's, um, you know, once again, the Cadillacs are looking very, very strong here. They didn't need this caution period, that's for sure. And um, it's a Cadillac 1-2 then at the moment. Regga van der Zander leading in car number zero 01 from number 31 of people, Durrani. Pit stop here for the GTD Pro, uh, well, all of the GTD contenders. Uh, they come into the order, into the pits in the order number 9, 63, and 79 for GTD Pro. Full service there for the FAF Motorsports Porsche. Having a real race
3: with the 78 uh, Lamborghini as well, so you get off the pit lane first. What did think about that FAF car? as it, it? Oh, that was a very, very close with the 77 Volt machine and the 96 Turner of, turn of BMW. The, the Porsche, the Volt car, was was meandering really, and he was in trying to get almost level with the uh, BMW. Very nearly clunked the outside wall, which I was only standing about two feet behind. Hence the reason why. Oh. <laughs> I saw a Porsche angling towards me. The Faf Porsche is interesting because it, it comes in um, the pit and they when it switches on the kind of the pit limiter. The headlights go out and they're replaced by kind of four deep blue lights. It was quite menacing actually coming down. You can't miss it. Though you can be very frightened of it.
2: Nick, did the uh, number seven Porsche? Come, sorry, I was slightly distracted by doing something else at the time. Did no, the number seven Porsche no. come in for the new nose.
3: No, that nose is sitting there and right. they obviously decided against it. Okay.
5: Um, yeah I don't want to give up the track position I yeah. think You're right, uh, but for those three cars well three of the four cars in the back number 60 car was ahead number 24 so gave up that uh, track position but um, again the, uh, the fact they're going to need a little bit less fuel slash energy at the final stop uh, making a sh- slightly shorter st- stop when they come into pits for the final time, got to be good news for number 60 car but uh, they've been really been struggling of late
2: Hot two in the morning in Central Europe. If you're staying up with us, thank you very much indeed. We've got just over an hour and 15 minutes still to go. In the Sunday morning in the UK as well. Hello to our UK audience. What a season. I keep seeing it. What a season. And still plenty of action to come as we move in to the final strategic opportunities in again Nick Damon uh, Harry Ticknell and the Proton Porsche yep he's getting
3: a new set of boots this time and obviously like half a second of fuel as well but they are putting new tyres on uh, interesting really not, I assume they think well we're, we're, we're at the back and we'll still be at the back so let's do something else and still be at the back we, by the time we've gone past everyone else correct but um, yeah they, 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 they haven't they Done a new nose already. That nose is still looking scuffed, but it's still okay. Four tires on and away they go. These cars, when they get cold tires, just put the power down, they just spin for half an hour. It doesn't produce any smoke or anything, they just sit there because they're not gripping to anything. But he's gone away again now, and uh, that is an interesting stop. The Porter expected to stop twice a second didn't, and the way we weren't expected to stop twice nine did.
2: Uh hello to Nick Calhoun, whose track side, his radio's died. But he's standing next to one of Dave Miller's superb speakers, so he's probably listening to us. Either that or he's burning a little bit of uh, uh, burning a little bit of data, or he's in his car listening on ninety eight point one or an XM two or seven. As it stands, he's asked for the GTP points. As it stands, uh, twenty eight or three for Alex Sims, Alexander Sims, and people. Darian is eleven points ahead of the number ten. Philippe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor they are in second and third and to all intents and purposes it is whichever one of those two finishes first will win the the team, the drivers championship at the moment Cadillac Racing have the edge on the manufacturers championship in this first year of GTP courtesy of uh Renge van de der leading the motor race if we e- anybody who thinks that's going to stay exactly the same as that all the way at the end anyone step forward anyone, Mueller no, no no one thinks that's going to stay like that all the way through till the end I have no doubt it will change uh, let's start uh, let's start your thoughts please for Michelin post race tech. Hashtag Michelin PRT to at Imsa Radios. We've got a couple of GT cars coming through for a top up. Look like two is it a Ferrari and an NSX or is it two Ferraris? Nick Dierman might be able to tell me. I think
3: one of them I think one of them is a Lamborghini.
2: Oh really? Yes. Dark. It is even on is pit it? Then is it, is it I good tell fit. you
3: what. The, the pink Lamborghini in the dark just becomes a dark Lamborghini, which is of course the Iron Dames '83 car. The number twelve, the re, the reborn uh, Lexus comes in for a uh, few, and behind them, you're absolutely right. It was it was a Ferrari. Which I assume was a recent competition Ferrari, the '61. Um, it's coming backwards at the uh, AF course. the AF course. Uh, has come in. Uh, and they are just doing full services. So I think, obviously, the, 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 the Iron Dames car got out of sync a long time ago and is now just uh, really trying to see what it can get back up to. It's not going to challenge the lead. And away it goes, the 61. After 35 seconds of station, I think that's what that indication on the side tells you. That's the AF Course. It is the AF Course. I've got those two rather than of AF Course, the car. Yeah, of course it is.
5: A lot of shuffling around in, in the GTD and GTD Pro because number nine car came in to the lead, into the pits in the lead, ahead of number 63 and number 79. They, they leave in the order 79 and 9, and the 63 car is back behind the, uh, the, the top three GTD cars, and all of a sudden, Loris Spinelli has vaulted to the lead in the GTD, d- despite those two penalties he had, well, only... An hour or so ago, so the Forte Racing Power by Lamborghini is back into lead of GTD uh, non pro, just ahead of the two Porsches. Number 16 car, the right motorsports car, Jan Halen the wheel of that one, uh, and uh, Seb Prio is right behind him as well. And then it's Mirko Bortolotti in the GTD pro Lamborghini. he so his way forward again.
2: BMW XM has powered away with the V8 engine and the hybrid and we go back to green with an hour and 11 minutes to go van der zander gets the start all of the starts bob right at the very beginning the person at the front of the field has been able to get some advantage and take turn one on the optimum line matt Campbell in fourth position looking ahead to felipe albuquerque albuquerque looking ahead to Pete durani durani with his left hand indicator going at turn five I don't think he's going to turn left at turn six though so he must have knocked that now, could be a bit off putty Albuquerque will ignore that brake lights on for turn seven turn in, take the curb, getting the tyres back up the temperature and pressure now on to the curving back straight first through the little left kink at turn eight over the top of the first brow now to turn nine now, just hearing that after that we're by and everything else, the wins number 52 got one lap back, but not on the lead lap of LMP2, as Jeremy surmised. So Paul Loup Chatan is still one lap away from the top three in LMP2.
5: Yeah, who are nose to tail.
2: Absolutely unbelievable in LMP2. We'll check the point standings for that in just a moment or two but it's all still happening at the front of the field where Renga van der Zander has pulled out if well it's, it's not much of a cushion maybe just a small lumber support actually as you get in the back of the ex-BMW rather, rather nice to have that in the back seat 31, people to Philip Philippe Albuquerque right on his tailpipes Half a second further back, Matt Campbell, top four within two seconds. And a second of that is the gap between first and second. Yeah. Down the back straight then, down towards turn number 10. There's a bit of a, a gap between before they get to the back of the field. And the first car that they will come upon is a singleton car at the moment. It is the Dorian Pan-driven Iron Dames Lamborghini Huracan and she's just coming to turn 5 now as the leaders go uphill turning right to turn 1 wow this is a good restart by Renga van der Zander yeah. he's had his week to picks. other breakfast cereal are available he's available
5: there's a good great battle going on also in lmp 3 by the way those uh, three leaders covered by a couple of seconds number 74 car has got himself into the lead now he was leading before that yellow as well just had number 30 and number 13 car. It's Felipe Fraga the were number 74. Garrett Grist right behind him. And then Matt Bell right behind him in the AWA Duquesne, number 13.
2: Hello to Chris Levin, who's tuned in. He said, why the yellow flag length? Trying to watch with new people. Well, it's down to the fact that we've got five classes out there, Chris. And... If you don't do the wave buys in the pass around you disadvantage the the cars that aren't in the lead lap and you ruin their race, it's happened at Le Mans before, Le Mans have adopted the same principles now as we have here in Imza, otherwise the race is over before it starts if somebody gets caught out between the safety car and their leader, they lose the lap immediately is a function of trying to mitigate the intervention of the safety car Uh, unfortunately none of the all of the safety cars have been absolutely required today race control have done their best to stay green but uh, I don't think there's been anything that's even been marginal to be honest through the final corner for the number 79 Daniel Hunkadea WeatherTech racing Mercedes Scraping the left front Edge of the Splitter on the ground With the Porsche in behind Faf Motorsport, Kevin Estra with the Glow from the transverse Mounted Mufflers underneath the rear Of that car, more sparks From the WeatherTech Car Danny there over the top of the Curbs at turn 5 what a run this is for FAF Motorsports. Their last run as a Porsche team going to McLaren next year. Loris Spinelli and Jan Heerling are having a bit of a scrap too in the Lamborghini and the Porsche for GTD on us. And that lmp 2 battle. Christian Rasmussen and Ben Hanley yeah. have now pulled away from Josh Pearson.
5: Yeah, Ben Hanley got past Josh Pearson... Uh, uh, after the restart is now chasing uh, Christian Rasmussen so uh, those two are having a super battle for the, the lead in lp 2 and uh, Felipe Fraga in lp 3 got about a second over Garrett Griss at the moment and a whole bunch of people just setting their best laps in the race including uh, Matt Bell in the third place lmp 3 car number 13, Danny Ukadela just said his best lap, uh, Kevin Estra right behind him in car number 9 said his best lap, uh, Seb Priot who's running right behind Jan Halen he just said his best lap in this race as did Trent Hindman and Robbie Foley just a couple of positions further back in GTD so uh, the wick uh, the has very much been turned up now into GTD battle right. and, it- and, and Mirko Bortolotti by the way John having been so fast earlier on uh, having lost, lost some ground during that round of pit stops hasn't managed to get past either those two Porsches uh-huh. ahead of him either Seb Prio who's directly in front of him or Jan Halen directly
2: in front of him Hello to our international audience in Europe, in Portugal, where it is just after half past one in the morning. And João Borges supporting Philippe Albuquerque with some friends there, still awake. Last hour is going to be difficult for the nerves, but let's go, he says. At the moment, it is Wheel and Engineering, the Action Express run car of people Durrani, that has the upper hand in that battle between the two championship protagonists and hearing from Gradient thank you Declan for all your help this year as well the 66 Catherine Leg issue was a gearbox, they are out, it will not be coming back a somewhat ignominious end then to a promising programme it has to be said when the car has been at the right track it has been quick and Catherine Leg. Has worked her usual magic. Sheena Monk coming on leaps and bounds this first season in GT3. Here comes Albuquerque in behind the leader, goes left, goes right, uh, in behind the 31 rather. Pico Durrani through the first corner, now up the hill. My goodness, that was very close indeed and the top four are still only separated by three and a half seconds with Matt Campbell holding only a three-tenths of a second gap between Conor de Filippi. the two BMWs coming back to life now Jeremy in fifth and sixth place for Felipe de Filippi de and Augusto Farfus,
5: that's exactly right and, uh, and Colin Brown right with them as well, a big long train there second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth and uh, seventh positions I think you choose between any of them last time around and Albuquerque, yeah, he was only a less than two-tenths of a second as they crossed the line behind Durrani.
2: That's the battle, of
5: course, for the championship.
2: Almost ran into the back of people as they went into turn one. People picked the right-hand side, stuck to it. Albuquerque weaving one way, then the other. The windward car at the moment just slowing down the Acura as it went under the Fox factory bridge. Down through 12th. 12, great run here. Looks like Durrani's been held up a little bit. He's in the draft. Which way will he go this time? He goes to the outside, the left-hand side. They're side by side. This is the battle for the championship. And they're on the grass. And and off goes the number 10. And that's it. The championship is over at this point. The number 10 is off. And Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Global will not capture the championship. We've seen this at Turn 1 before. And Philippe Albuquerque in the blue glow of the interior lightning, we've gone to full course yellow, went for the outside manoeuvre he tried at the lap before and couldn't get alongside he did get somewhere alongside, wasn't enough, that'll be down to race control Wayne Taylor, eyes closed knows that the championship has disappeared at this point with just on an hour and two minutes to go fourth year in a row for Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Global and well even if there is a penalty for the 31 car it's not going to put the number 10 back on the track and Conor De Felipe and Nick Yellily move up into second place as it stands right now a slightly smoking number 10 car with the heat from the front brakes and a somewhat anticlimactic end to the championship race yeah no
5: love lost between those two teams is there of course and number 10 car yeah i mean it's in a vul- vulnerable pos- position on the outside of turn one there and uh Durani was having absolutely none of that
2: the good news is that philip albuquerque is out of the car he's just being seen to by the AMR safety crew best in the business thank you ladies and gents been very busy today rather too busy and well both cars were held up at the end of the lap but there was an opportunity to come round the outside
5: straight off the racetrack you've got to leave a guy room on the outside I mean they're absolutely alongside going into that corner you have to leave him uh, a car's width, and he didn't
2: look. Bam! Straight off the road. The racing line takes you out there.
5: Of course it does, but you've got a, a guy alongside you on the outside, and that you're supposed to leave a car's width, aren't you? When there's a guy on the outside of you, well, he's ahead. The, the, Number ten car is slightly ahead. Well, he's ahead there's because the contact hasn't Bang, down. There's the contact.
2: Is the, I, I think there's three quarters of a car's width there before the. I, I would like to call it. I would not like to call it. No.
5: No, I mean, you know, as you say, a penalty is, is, doesn't it's a, make any it's difference. It's irrelevant. Um, he had his nose in his head. Uh, Peter Durrani knew exactly where they were. Uh, he, he knew exactly that uh, he, he's not going to say he didn't see him. Um, and he just uh, drove him out towards but the kerb. where' where's
2: Durrani meant to go at that point? Taking his line, Yeah. Uh, well, but you can't, because he's on the ragged edge, Jeremy. Yeah, of course Physics he is. won't allow you to. No, of course
5: you won't. No, that's exactly so, right. Uh, you know, but when the guys are at, uh, alongside you and actually with a, with a nose ahead, uh, you're supposed to be able to go through there yeah. side by side. That's the... Uh, that's a heavy, heavy impact there, for, of course, for Durrani, for uh, Albuquerque.
2: Helped away for Philippe Albuquerque. Never like to see that. No. The incident is being... Uh, investigate it. And it happens
5: um, all the time, doesn't it, with these guys at the front? The um, problem is, yeah, the, the, they're allowed
2: a lot of latitude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's—I uh, just think it's yeah. the championship's on the line in an hour's yeah, time. Yeah, I'm well, not sure you put yourself at risk around the outside yeah, at no. that point.
5: Yeah, but how many chances are you going to get? That's the thing, and you, you have to respect the guy you're racing with and assume he's going to give you. Um, some racing room. Which, he, which if that was
2: if that was the last lap, I, I wouldn't argue with you. Yeah. But you've got a, you got another pit stop and an yeah. hour. Yeah. To go. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I I I could see it. Ed, I could see it. Yeah. Um. I could see it being a no call. I could see it being yeah, called absolutely against the the thirty one. I, I, I don't think that there's anywhere that you can blame Albuquerque for that. He was going very quickly. The question will be: Do you think he would have made turn one anyway Yes. yes. And, and that that's the only thing. And race control will we'll be looking at much more than we have. Yes. And we're going through the process of, of thought process. We've got an accomplished race, racers up in race control, as well as people who know the regulations exactly. It's complete desolation on the pit wall at Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Global. And, you know, it's a year's work, isn't it? It's, a, it's more than that. Yeah. It's more than that because the preparation would have started this time last year for this season. And this is, this is not a call that is, is as obvious as it might look. And sometimes, you know, it's like in soccer. Sometimes two, pe- two players come together, one falls over. It's not always a foul. It isn't always a foul. And that's the case. Heavy penalty earlier on for the Dennis Anderson car, a minute and 20 seconds, uh, sorry, two minutes, um, 120 seconds. It's uh, under review, of still course. Still under review, yeah. Now, what well, the other thing we're doing now, Jeremy, is that when the pit's open, we are inside the window for the GTP cars to get to the end of the race. Yes, so they so will all be in. They will all come in. Um, how far back in the championship is Matt Campbell? Um, because one of the two cars he's got to get by in the, in the championship is in the wall. The other one could well be facing a penalty. I'm not seeing will or won't, but it's being looked at. So that's the 31 car at the moment camped out at the top of the championship standings. What about the number well, seven Porsche? Well,
5: and the number 25 and BMW. the 25 BMW, BMW abs- that, absolutely. That, this, this brings that car right back in the picture because uh, De Filippi uh, came into this weekend with a 35-point uh, edge over the number seven uh, Porsche. is now just one position behind him, which is just a 20-point uh, uh, a 20 20 point gap.
2: So as it stands now, Alexander Sims and people to have a 76-point lead over Conor de Philippe and Nick Yellowly. Next up is the, uh, I was going to say parked, but actually hanging in the air, being recovered, number 10. Our thoughts with Philippe Albuquerque. Let's hope he's okay. Uh, They are 91 points back. And then I think after that, it will be that number seven, Felipe Nasser and Matt Campbell car. Well, we said stranger things have happened and strange things have happened. Bit of uh, work to be done to... Repair the tyre barrier at that crucial part of the circuit as well. At IMSA Radio, if you want to get in touch, hashtag Michelin PRT for our post-race tech. That'll be on RS2 IMSA Radio for the final time this year. And your thoughts on that incident? Both cars held up, and then Albuquerque round the outside where was the initial touch Uh, was it in the middle of the road it might have been you know no he just (sighs) drove off the road I'm not saying definite contact Albuquerque very wide and very fast Wayne Taylor deflated and for an incredible fourth time the championship seems to have been snatched away in the last knockings of the season
5: yeah, so uh, points as they stand right now I reckon uh, uh, 2803 for number 31 Correct. car uh, 2727 for the BMW 2712 for the number 10 car which is where it will finish and 2711 for the uh, number seven car, so number seven car just one point behind the number ten as they are right now, but uh, with a, uh, a, a you know a clear edge now, of course, from number thirty-one car. So this is a big call from race control uh, that it has to
2: make. The race control. Looking at all of the angles, they'll be looking at the onboard footage, they'll be looking at some of the sensors that they have in terms of they'll be able to see if either of them were going faster at that point or slower at that point than they had in previous laps, steering angle, etc. This
5: is what I call the, the modern way of driving rather than I'm old, I'm old school hey, I put my hand up absolutely you know, it's, I'm not the one who's paying multi millions of dollars to, uh, to put cars on the racetrack so uh, you know, my um, sentiments go back you know, on the old days and um, I like to see clean side by side racing without one driver pushing another one off the road
2: Tom Backler at IMSA Radio has said, uh, "All year long, this move has been shown as acceptable in IMSA. Yeah, and exactly. This is the result. This That's is the same exactly as the move for the LMP3 win at CTMP. There was no further action."
5: Yeah, we've had, we had it here a couple of years ago, didn't we? Did. we? With um, wasn't it the same? Was it the same two cars? Or same two drivers? No, it was Ricky Taylor and was that Ricky Taylor and Peter Darron? Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: There will be a large reordering. Uh, Earl Bamber was involved, wasn't he? A couple of, uh, that, uh, and that one yeah. as well, or was we've, that another one?
5: Well, we exactly, we've yeah. a whole bunch
2: of close finishes in this championship, that's for sure. Some reordering to be done further down the field uh, in terms of the GTD field. Uh, from the number 27 Roman De Angelis so that is happening under review uh, we may not get a may not get word of any penalty or not until after the restart in fact I'd be surprised if we do good point so don't think that race control are slacking there they may have already got a decision but they can take this time this is good in some respect meanwhile in in lp 2 land
5: that battle was still continuing Christian Rasmussen was hanging on to that lead ahead of Ben Hanley still does her number 18 car ahead of the number 4 and number 35 car of Josh Pearson. Josh Pearson? Well, oh, they got the LMP2 cars, of course. They've got to make one more pit stop before the end of this race.
2: Ricky Taylor and Philippe Nassau well. Thanks, David Raleigh. Same corner, championship, uh, same teams, of course. The last lap lunge. Uh, it was Ricky Taylor that went down the inside of uh, Philippe Nasr.
5: Oh, yes, that's right.
2: Yeah. Pedantic squirrel uh, said, "I hate this modern way of driving too. Just like Jeremy, just shoving people off the, off the track." Uh, on the other side of it, the unskillable K West says, "Well, you talk about old school racing. When you go back, there was a lot of people pushing each other the, off the track conveniently. Uh, these type of incidents have become normalized." Says. Liam talks motorsport any other form of motorsport that would be a penalty uh, Michael Gurley said surely either way when you're going like that into a corner the driver on the inside has to have the right away so it's people's call it is absolutely people's call completely agree Dave Reid tough one to call 10 was overlapping a bit could make it a penalty 31 should have been well aware he was there ryan says a good time to mention the 120 stop and go again yeah we have Uh, also anthony florio hello anthony Uh, alex says albuquerque on the outside took way too much speed on the dirty part of the track So that was a big enough incident yeah. there to actually not just move but knock over the concrete K rail there. Hearing from track services, it could be another 10 minutes uh, behind the safety car to get that put right. You can't leave that like that, clearly. Yeah. One car's already gone off, and it is a high speed part of the circuit. There's yeah. no room to extend there either because there's a, a drop-off at the back of that. And if I remember, there's a little there's a little stream there, and creek. Yeah. yeah, I
5: think so, yeah.
2: Joe Bradley's rejoined us at pit in And we'll go through to the end of the race. Post-race tech's going to be uh, a little bit uh, <laughs> lively. Our Michelin post-race tech show live on Imsa Radio RS2. Uh, we'll sum up the weekend, the season, and anything you want to talk about, the original... Uh, audience-based radio show, and it's live. You've got a question, the points are rising, or indeed just want to vent. Quite happily have that as well. Ivan Chambers, I think, sums it up pretty good. Thank you, Ivan, for this. No one wants to see a championship decided like that. Doesn't really matter who's at fault at this point. Philippe okay. Being okay is the most important thing. Two very good points there, Ivan. Thank you. Uh, Colby Payne going for the move by Albuquerque there. Very aggressive with an hour to go. Driving standards, says Brian Dawkins, should be addressed. Haven't we seen this too many times in IMSA?
5: Yeah, and there's been a fair, fair bit of talk around the paddock also in the in the Michelin Pilot Challenge, to be fair, but uh, some of the drivers feeling that too many drivers are getting too many li- getting away with too many liberties, and um, some of them would like to would like to race control to stamp down a bit harder. But then, yeah, race control, I think, is, has a, has made a fantastic point. Yeah, you know, race like you want to be raced is a, is the way that Bo Barfield always used to say. And you know, it's up to you guys to respect each other.
2: Um, Bob Barfield. Eh- racer himself, absolutely, and to a, a pretty high standard yeah. as and well. An
5: excellent ra- race director, no, no, no question in my mind at all. Um, and um yeah, he he will he will he basically he only wants to step in when there's something really egregious, uh, and I respect that. Um And I know there's yeah, there's a few drivers who who have felt aggrieved uh, and. They don't get the the justice they feel they feel is deserved, but um, then again, you know, the, it, it, lightning strikes. Things things happen both ways. It takes two to tango. It takes two to crash, often, and sometimes it uh, just gets a bit out of out of hand. Well, he's we've
2: had both sides. He's one in the middle. Uh, in my opinion. A racing incident says Ben at Ford Sunfire both going for a move that probably wasn't going to work <laughs>
5: it was definitely going to work uh, Well, he, he was definitely going to make the corner
2: let's go to Joe Bradley uh, down in the pit lane who reminds us that our driver uh, standards uh, director, effectively is Elliot Forbes Robinson the inaugural uh, LMS champion in 1999
0: Joe? Can, can you remember a Rolex a few years ago where I think it was going into the very last lap of the race and it was Philippe Albuquerque involved as well and Ricky Taylor went down the inside into turn one yeah. and there was a coming together and we all thought oh and, and I think Taylor contacted Albuquerque and Albuquerque uh, half spun or I can't really remember exactly what but Ricky Taylor went through and won the race So um, we were all speculating what was going to happen. Have we got a penalty for contact? And he came round, he took the flag, and he took the win, did uh, Ricky Taylor. Um, And then after the race, we were all at Marion's for a a coffee, and there was Elliot Forbes Robinson. So I I went and sat with him, and I said to him, what what was the rationale um, behind no penalty? It was 2017, I'm being reminded. Um, And he said and this is what he said this was, this was Elliot Falls remember the inaugural American Le Mans series champion back in 99 and he said it's the final lap going into the final lap of the Rolex 24 and if you leave the door open and you don't expect someone to come through it then it's down to you and he put that down as a complete he put that into the context of what it was for and it, it's a kind of similar one, you could say. Yeah, no, all right, not exactly going into the final lap, but going into the final hour. It's very, it's very similar in so many ways. But um, you know what? You'll, you'll, ask, you, you'll get a 50-50 split of opinion if you were to put it to a poll as to who was at fault there.
2: Uh, if you asked, uh, if you asked uh, three drivers, uh, yeah. you'd probably get four three. opinions. Yes, you would, yeah, uh, absolutely. From, from that. Um, I'm pleased I don't have to make the call we watched it as it was happening, there was definitely some contact uh, but the rest of it I can't uh, tell you because we don't know and we will uh, let you know Uh, in the meantime by the way uh, um, can I just check by the way uh, with our pit lane guys as the GTP pits have just opened and we'll get a flurry we'll get all the cars in Uh, is Matt Campbell still in the number 7 Porsche Penske Motorsport Uh, because uh, he's been in there for quite a while if he has he's still showing that on my timing screen Uh, I'm going to check another timing screen in a moment yes he's sure showing on both Dick Dierman I think you watched that too. yeah
3: you? I haven't seen him get out ok um, well, thank that, you yeah, but, uh, he must be what's, what's the maximum drive time
2: is, is the one 4 Eight. hours and four, 6 4 hours and any 6 ah, ok right yeah. not that's the one hour that, hour that hour normally hour. catches people out
5: yeah he, he got into the car uh, at uh, 7 hours into the race where are we now into the race where's the uh, so 2 hours and 17 minutes I reckon he has been at the wheel of that car
2: well that's uh, invigorated the social media by
4: the way Uh,
2: this is a standard yellow now so the pits have opened for any prototypes Uh, still waiting for word of the decision, I'm not saying the decision hasn't been made there, that is a major distinction I think we might wait until we go back to green for that to be announced Uh, but Renga van der Zander will have the first opportunity to come into the pit lane and he hang on, who Who stayed out ah, that's the 0 staying out, van der Zander has stayed out what is that surely he doesn't think he can go to the end from here and even if he can he'll be on all tyres so Durrani, Campbell, Conor de Filippi, Augusto Farfus, all in the pit lane, also staying out. Meyerschank Racing's accurate. Harry Ticknell's Proton Porsche and JDC with Mike Rockenfeller. Let's go down to the pit lane. Nick Damon. So
3: we've got both the... Oh, well, yeah, the, um, the, the 7 car has already been in and gone. That has the 24 and the 25. So they've taken short fills for the 24, 25 and the 7. A longer fill for the 31, which we've joined at the end, but they've been caught by a... But they've been caught by a red light at the end. So they're all waiting now on a red light at the pit, pit exit. But those four those three car, four cars that came in, and they roll out now with a wheeling car actually in third of that, the, of that list, the Porsche leading. No tyres for the, for the two BMWs and the Porsche. And I only saw two tyres being wheeled away from the 31 pit stop.
2: Right. Well, let's see if we can find out what happened there, because that's very <laughs> interesting indeed. That was just the... A time stop to be absolutely certain on the fuel and they bun tyres on whilst that was happening. Probably a pair. Um, and made sure they got pit, uh, position coming out of the pit lane. So people to Rani is, is going to come out fifth when we reorder the field. Meantime, Joe Bradley was watching the LMP2 stops.
0: Yeah, both the uh, first and second place is what I could see. So the all 4 the CrowdStrike car, Ben Hanley came in, took on fuel and tyres. Meanwhile, just behind them, the number 18, the ERA car, Christian Rasmussen, the current uh, Indy Next champion, has took that car now and will uh, take it to the flag. So both very, very orderly, very disciplined and, and very on it, and it's going to be a cracking battle in LMP2 all the way to the flag. Thank you, Joe. And Nick, uh, well... So
2: that Cadillac that is leading has had, I reckon, three, six, nine, ten laps of green flag. Is all that the Cadillac that is leading has had. The rest of its stint, Jeremy, has been under yellow. So that's going to be uh, pretty much the same for Colin Brown, for Harry Tinknell, and for Mike Rockenfeller. And they might have. They might be happy to gamble with the fact.
5: Well, the number 60, 59 and 5 They came in Right at the end of the last yellow not that they, they came in when the pits were opened In the last yeah, yellow yes. But the other guys didn't as you say They, they, they were in uh, several laps uh, uh, Prior to that
2: Into the pit lane for the windward number 57 Mercedes AMG From GTD And
0: uh, Joe Bradley yeah, looks like fuel and right rear tyre only on this Mercedes. Ah, now they've, now they've gone to the left. There's... Um, yeah, uh, sorry, it's uh, it's both rear tyres. So first they did the right, then they did the left. They've got plenty of time under this yellow, by the way. It's not as dynamic as you would normally think, and that's kind of struck me as a little bit, uh, a little bit off. They've got a little bit of frontal damage that they are taking time to repair whilst they're taking, whilst they're, and that's the reason isn't it because they haven't got as many crew members because two crew members are fixing the front the, uh, the tank tape comes out the caffer tape, big sheet of it across the top to keep the bonnet down and it's all four tyres on the 57 car, the 57 Mercedes now just coming to the end of its pit stop and plenty of time because it'll get, uh, come out of the pits and can remove that uh, tank tape they've pulled off the car they don't want that to be ran over yep, it's kicked to the side by the mechanic comes off the jacks and it will uh, stand by for the sound bite. Split Mercedes the AMG GT. It was spinning the wheels. Going to get a penalty and some of the
2: team has fallen off.
0: That Just was turning. that was the old stuff, John.
2: Oh, okay. No worries. Uh, LMP2 wins: fifty-two Keating and Paul Luke Shatner, nineteen seventy-five. Uh, George Kurtz and Ben Hanley seventeen points behind in second place as it stands right now did the did the porsche out of its pit box hit the outside wall when it braked for the red light at the end of pit lane nick german the number seven car
3: see it do that but uh, they were all a bit again crumpled up um, together with each other for no discernible reason they seem to be very surprised by the red light we're not quite sure why uh, and obviously, the Wheeling car, luckily, this I wasn't the first car out, so I actually saw other cars stopping first, so he didn't just blow straight through. Yeah.
2: Uh, actually, they were reordering uh, the cars, I think. The Conor de Philippe BMW has been placed ahead of uh, people to So the order yeah. coming to the restart, and this is crucial, and this yeah. will affect the points as it starts Renger van der Sander didn't stop and therefore leads. ...for the Zero one Cadillac. In second, Colin Brown, My shank Racing Acura 06. Didn't stop. Second place. Harry Tinknell, Proton Competition Porsche number 59, the White Weather Tech car. Didn't stop. Third place. Fourth place, Mike Rockefeller. Didn't stop. JDC Miller Motorsports Porsche 963, uh, the number five bright yellow car. Then, of the stoppers, Matt Campbell for Porsche Penske Motorsport. We think he took two tyres. It was very, very quick indeed, if he did, then it's the 24 BMW Team RLL M Hybrid V8. And then it's Conor De Filippi in the similar car. 24 from 25. Pete Modorani down in eighth position. The last of the running cars in the GTP category. Got the 52 back into the pit lane here for Paul Loop, shatton Joe Bradley.
0: In, in, in typical style, John. I've, uh, I'm completely the other end of the pit lane. Uh, but he d- I did see him go by, and now they've pulled out off the apron, so they're back. In, so it looks like a very, very quick one. Maybe a top off of fuel. That's exactly
2: what it was. And, of course, at 88 came in as well. Uh, they're off the lead. Uh No, they are not the 50. Ah, that's why. Sorry, the 52. That's why the 52 didn't come in. They're back on the lead lap. That's why they've just come in now. Correct. Uh, And uh, that is why it was the CrowdStrike car we were talking about before. So back on the lead lap and fuel to the end for Paul Loop Chatan in LMP2. So that battle is still on for not only uh, the championship but also the invitation to Le Mans. For the best of the non-pro drivers, we're going to go green, I reckon, next time by, uh, as and we'll have about 30 minutes to go.
5: And as the points stand right now, unofficially, it'll be twenty-seven hundred and twenty-seven thirteen points for number 31 car, 27.12 for number 10 car, which, of course, is out of the race, yeah. um, Twenty. 687 for number 25 BMW 2681 for number 60 car 2671 for number 7 Porsche
2: so <laughs> if the BMW was somehow to win it could still win the championship
5: if the uh,
2: yeah if if the if, if
5: the, the BMW
2: can pick up if Durrani picks if Durrani pick picks up, three, up a big penalty he here... He's needs up go, 30
5: points. So he needs to move up... Three places. One, two... Yeah, basically, yeah. If Durrani picks up I mean, a his big... his teammate p- will let him go. That's not, a, that's not an issue. Right. Uh, and then he needs to pass one or other of the other cars uh, and still keep the number 31 car back there.
2: If Durrani gets a big penalty and loses the lead lap, then the door is open for the BMW. Yes. Or, of course... What you might get is as we had in the Michelin Pilot Challenge yesterday. Wait a minute! So, for scratch. I forgot. I forgot number zero
5: one car, didn't I? Oh yeah, Excuse yeah, of me. You did. Who's That's on twenty-seven rest? oh three. Right. So uh, he's now uh, ten points behind at number thirty-one car. Here's another replay. Right. Another
0: oh, I Just ushered him off the road. Let's go to Joe Bradley. So we've been uh, we've been doing some inquiries, and if I could have permission to uh, consult my pocket notebook. Um, the well, the notes made contemporaneously, P.C. Uh, yes, they were, Your Honour. Do um, do do put it in front of the court. All right. Um, the sixteen and the seventy-eight are good to the end. The eighty, a bit of a question mark. They may need another yellow. Um, I said, well, this is a this is a good yellow, but as you said, John, we're about to go green, so maybe they need, a, maybe they need another one, or maybe they don't. Um, so it's very very tight. But sixteen seventy-eight, they're okay. They're going to go at the end. OK, thank you very much indeed,
2: Joe Brady That's the GTT situation. Jan Hillen and Seb going to the end. From race controllers, we're about to go back green. The incident between Pippo Durrani and Philippe Albuquerque has been reviewed. No action taken. No action taken. So the race continues with Pippo Durrani in eighth position. And... Uh, then this is going to be all about where the BMWs finish at the moment. They're, I think, the only cars that can overhaul them, but they'd have to stay back there. We go green, and immediately the race is back on. 30 minutes to go. Reg van der Zander heads off into the night, and he's been overtaken, I think, by the number 60 of Colin Brown. Yes, he has. Colin Brown got through straight off the start uh, in the Acura ARX 06 that was a great restart by Colin the BMW is trying to fight their way through at the moment up to turn number 6 and Colin Brown for Shank Racing got the drop got the whole shot at the beginning of the race and Ranger van der Zander remember neither of those cars stopped they steered out on the circuit and 60 is now two points away from the championship lead but of course there can't be any bigger gap because Durrani can't fall down any further so they will come up short by two points if it was to end now great restart for Colin Brown jink to the inside left braking breaking super late and somehow did get into the Apex to turn one almost tripped over the back of the 0-1 Cadillac Colin Brown you absolute superstar so Durrani leads by a single point over the Albuquerque and Taylor uh, number 10 no, car he's
5: just actually made up one position so he's right, just so got that go changed. After, so Yeah, uh, the, uh, the BMWs exchanged positions 25 moved ahead of 24 but also the 20, 31 car critically moved ahead of the 24 car
2: so I, I, I don't think because of the cars that are left running Jeremy I, I actually don't uh, unless well unless Pete Morturani loses a position and finishes 8th they would lose some points there that's the only way that they can't win the championship those thirty-five points in, for pole position yesterday could be absolutely crucial. However, if there is another incident, or if Augusto Farfus can get back in front of the wheel and engineering Cadillac in the next twenty-eight minutes,
5: yeah. I mean, if when uh, briefly there, when Colin Brown got past René van der Zander, that would have put that brings him on. 2711 points to the 2712 and number 10 car 27 13 of the 31 but number 31 car has just yeah. moved up gained a position uh-huh. so it's gained 10 more points <laughs> how ridiculous would that have been one point between first and second one point between second and third it's so, not going that way
2: people to run needs to finish eighth um, and well actually it's more about where Conor de Felipe finishes isn't yes. it yes Conor Di Filippi needs to make up a couple of positions here uh, I was going to say of course um, the mission of Pilot Challenge yesterday was decided by a team not in the championship fight deciding to pull over and give a pr- their preferred team the championship victory so I don't see that happening here because there's three Porsches ahead of the BMW and I can't see that happening if there were BMWs, that might be something different. But if uh, Conor De Filippi did get ahead of those three Porsches and Pippo Durrani didn't, then BMW could still nick the championship. This is bonkers. This is absolutely bonkers. We're into the last 26 minutes of the championship season for 2023. And we still are no clearer. It's pretty much sorted unless something extraordinary happens.
5: Yeah, the, the Manufacturer Championship, however, uh, at the moment still, even with, uh, if, uh, if they stay as they are right now, uh, Cadillac would still yeah. be on top uh, on uh, 30.96 to 30.80 of Porsche and 30.76
0: of Acura. So,
2: the Action Express Wheel and Engineering car in seventh position at the moment is in championship-winning pos- position provisionally. It's still post-race technical. I'm not prepared to call anything this weekend the way things have gone. We've been caught out a couple of times by that already. Now that said, not even. A post race penalty here, I think, could chase change unless they were put to the back of the scoring line and therefore behind the two cars that are out of the race in terms of GTP. That, I think, is the only thing now yeah, that. So that would
5: be, that'd be a technical infraction. Yeah, technical infraction
2: sort, yeah. or a drive time, which, you know, that would put them to the back of their group as well. Yeah. Uh, that to me now is the only thing that can deny Action Express Wheel and Engineering the yep. championship Yep.
5: And meanwhile in LP2 Ben Hanley got out of the pits ahead of Christian Rasmussen's number 04 crowd by APR the car of Ben Hanley now leads the era Sport car of Christian Rasmussen uh, and those two are separated by about a second number 35 car in third position and Paul loup back on the lead lap but a little ways back for PR1, Matheson in fourth. GTT the
2: draw championship
5: to the zero four car, wouldn't it? Yeah. And in Lp3, Philippe Fraga number seventy four car leads by less than a second over Garrett Griss four tenths of a second as, <laughs> as a they flash across the, the line now. Yes. Uh, in the, uh, the, the seventy four ahead of the number thirty, and Matt Bell is about four seconds behind it in third position, number thirteen.
2: Daniel Hungadella leads GTD Pro by half a second from Kevin Estra. That battle hasn't been resolved yet for the winner of this race. And it's Loris Spinelli uh, versus Jan Halen by about the same half a second distance for GTD itself. Third place cars in GTD Pro. That's Merkel Bortolotti for Iron Links from the back of the grid, remember. And Seb Prio for E.L. Racing. For GTD is just about a second ahead of Wright Motorsports' Trent Hinman in the 77 Volt Porsche's last race for a wee while at least, as Alan Brynjolfsson is stepping away from his motor racing for a little while. By the way, officially the number 12 has retired. Uh, that was a wee while ago now, but with everything else that was going on, um, I forgot to tell you about the Vasa Sullivan uh, GTD car I'm, I did see it I could see it being called yep. or not called
5: Yeah, absolutely I mean that's probably consistent with race control and look uh, I'm not going to argue with, with Beau Barfield I, I, I really like the way he, he calls the races but uh, to me is that the race, the way I would want to be raced? No.
2: I think, um... Is it consistent with what we've seen? Yes. At this race, in
5: particular, before. Exactly, and that's the important, the race control has to be consistent with its cause, and I, I think that's a, an excellent point. van der Zander hasn't given up, as he? He's oh, back no. within uh, two tenths of a second, or three tenths of a second, across the line to co- complete that 384.
2: Hey, here's, here's something from left field. I think the Porsche's going to win tonight in front of the field. Good roll, dude, yeah. Well, the stranger things have happened. It's a bit of side-by-side action with the Call number it. 31 of people to Rani now having passed Connor Di Filippi and up to sixth position. So he's put the two BMWs behind him. They are. They were theoretically... Championship contenders, but not really anymore. Who's this coming into the pit lane with damage at the back? I think there's a puncture that's, that's, on the 74 the Riley car. Oh my goodness, there's still more. This is the LMP. Was there contact leader. between these two? I think well there's a lot up already going in, and then there was contact between first and second in LMP through two, three, excuse me, and continued contact as through went Garrett Grist there, and that's a puncture. At the back of the Riley car. That was the battle for the LMP3 lead. And again, side by side contact that has taken out the left rear tyre on the championship leader. Now, in fairness, there was a mistake by Philippe Fraga. He locked up going into 10A and went wise. How will that be seen?
5: Yeah, but Garrett Griss came from fairway behind, didn't he?
2: Coming down into the braking area, it looked like. It's going to be interesting. Well, look, you know, that's. And again, this just goes to prove how difficult it is to make these clutch and borderline decisions.
5: Harry Tinknell is in third position here in that number 59 car. And uh, last time around, he was quicker than the the, uh, second place car. And he's he's maintaining his position now ahead of Maddie Campbell in the
2: factory car. Uh, and Paul Loup, Shatan, 12 seconds behind the podium position at the moment but Mathieu Vax oh he's another lap ver- further back sorry, he's just put his fastest lap his car's fastest lap of the racing and he's another lap further back in the LMP2 battle which rages on Ben Hanley now half a second ahead of Christian Rasmussen with the TDS racing Guido van der Garde number 35 it's the sort of rhubarb and custard car the red and yellow eight and a half seconds further back 19 minutes to go hashtag Michelin PRT at IMSA radio for the last post race tech Michelin post race tech of the season we've got a lot to talk about we have a lot to talk about driving standards I'm sure is going to be there let's think about the season and to my broadcast colleagues to remember the BDO knows strategy award for this race we've had 10 hours where I think the best strategy was just don't hit anybody and don't get hit but has anybody actually managed to do that our Porsche keys to the race be there in darkness look after the tyres and have some at the end if you're in it make sure you get the endurance cut points well that has been sorted manage the traffic sort of But no penalties, that was one of the Porsche keys to the race. We've had a record number of penalties.
5: Yeah, we might not quite get to the record number of cautions, hopefully. Uh, (laughs) But we're certainly going to get a record number of penalties.
2: Leader by nine-tenths of a second, Colin Brown. Christian Rasmussen just drops away from his class leader by... No, he's still there, half a second. or for the 18. Yeah, what a battle that is. And actually, Young the. Th- as well, and Estra are only half a second apart now as well for GTD Pro.
5: Yeah, well, that, that's been the, the case for quite a while now. Those two have been uh, nose to tail with the Mercedes ahead of the Porsche. And a bit of a gap back. That gap is growing back to Loris Spinelli, but Spinelli still leads in GTD in that to racing powered by US Race Tronics Lamborghini number 78. Oh Jan Dave. Halen actually pulled out a second all of a sudden over Jan Halen.
2: That's the biggest gap he's had for a while. Just being that battle at the front of the GTD profile, just being passed by a slew of prototypes battling for the lead, the BMW number thirty uh, 25 has just gone by Danny Junker there. there under the Fox Factory bridge and dropping down the hill with the Faf Porsche right in the wheel tracks there coming underneath us and down towards the first corner, 17 minutes to go Estra can steer there but he's not really all the time he's been there, he's not really been able to challenge but what's he got left in his tyres versus the car ahead is this Porsche time or AMG time what a way it would be to finish for Faf, all the Porsche runners started on the back foot at the Rolex 24 at Daytona with a a, a loud, loud complaints about the BOPs which have it was a brand new car, of course, at the start of the season. And I think it was the. Was it the Faf car that came through to fifth position in the end by just staying out of trouble at Daytona? Um, I think it was. What a weird to bookend the season. Best Porsche with Daytona, if I'm remembering correctly. And I am doing that from memory. Jeremy's got the. Results that I can In see fifth
5: position. Yeah,
2: yeah, and they they drove immaculately There wasn't a, a mark on the car. In fact, they got the BDO no strategy award for that because they were two seconds A lap slower than the rest of the field Leaving Porsche and becoming a McLaren team for next year it's Nice for them to go out with a win for the GT 3R 992 front of the field, van der Zander within half a second of Colin Brown, Harry Ticknell now five seconds behind yep. and a new fastest lap for the car for Porsche Penske Motorsport, Matt Campbell's found some speed of 1118
5: yeah, but even then he, he only pulled up a, a couple of tenths of yep. a second over Harry Ticknell who's just done a fantastic job in that proton number 59 Porsche Porsche's running in third, fourth and fifth the factory car sandwiched by the two privateers, brilliant
2: yeah That's and the, right. cars, the cars at the front of the field, Brown and Rengar Fantasand are doing 11 mid-11s, 11-6 and 11-5, 11-9 from Matt Campbell this time around, yeah. so that is half a second that he's taken out of harry tinknell this is not over yet Augusto farf has put that car's fastest lap of the race in but the bmws have not come off the final restart we presume it's the final restart have not come off Uh as quickly and a spin for the number 18 era car car. second in lmp2 for christian rasmussen Guido van der has just gone through. There's damage to the rear of that car. at the top of turn two. They can't leave that there in the dark. The lights have fired up. Can he get it moving? Are we going to have a five-minute dash? Yellow lights have come on, and it's a full-course yellow. And for the 2023 season, we are finishing with 13 full-course yellows. I think 12. Oh, is this the 12th? I think so. Right. And that should be a fairly quick recovery. The pits won't open. We're we're within 15 minutes of the end of the race, Jeremy. So this will effectively be a short yellow. So there'll be no pits opening. As soon as that car is moved, we'll be back to green. I reckon we're going to have seven or eight minutes of a run to the flag this is by no means over more mayhem well it let's get out the black bin liners to collect up the shards of carbon fiber yes you might be able to build a full so GTP. Hunters, you can have a field day mm-hmm. absolutely right let's <laughs> so head down to the pit lane i want to have a quick word with our team i know she down there as well but can only write things At the moment, Uh, Nick Damon and Joe Bradley, our BDO Nose Strategy Award. Uh, We have to award that, and you know how this works. You were with us at at Daytona uh, for the team that uh, has uh, done the best job in terms of teamwork or strategy. Nick Damon, could be any one uh, one nomination from all the classes. (laughs) I was going to give it to the
3: A team. Were you? <laughs> yeah, I thought that's Well, you still back. can. Well, it's kind of a bit... Yeah. Well, I suppose that wasn't a strategic mistake, was it? That was just going off. So, <laughs>
2: that was I'm, a fundamental one, yeah, but it wasn't I, strategic. Exactly.
3: So I'm going to go strategically for getting themselves in the position to throw it all away at 15 minutes to go
0: for the number 18. Joe Bradley. Well, he's, he's stolen mine. That was obvious to be two laps down and then be in contention for the win. Can I give it to the, um, to the IMSA team? As a, as a, you know, an organisation. No. 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 For the season that we've had. No. 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 Um, okay, then. I'm so the 18th. So the 18th. You're, yeah. She's standing beside you. Yeah, what is she written well, down? Well, she's going to communicate with the uh, medium of mime. Okay. Um, she's um, um, the right. They've got two cars in the top four. What does that say? She, G, 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 no, GTD. Sorry. 6TD. GTD. Yeah. So the right, 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 have two cars in the top four in GTD. So she's given it to the, to right multiple. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Shaw, strategic award. Seventy-eight car. 78. Seventy-eight. I
5: mean, they had two penalties. Loris <laughs> Spinelli. Not, not that long ago. Started didn't they? at the
2: back as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, uh, no. No, that was the other car. Yeah, it was the yeah. other car. Sorry, but uh, it's been a tremendous comeback, and if they could finally get their first win, uh, that would be a real feather in their cap, and that. Uh, yeah. Shane Senator Ratney's team have uh, brought on Michael Harvey massively experienced at all sorts of different teams we've, we've been uh, with Ganassi fairly recently and uh, he's adding some structure to that team they were struggling with the car in, uh, in practice and, and to a lesser degree in qualifying but the car has been fast all the, way, all the way through they've had at least those two penalties there might have been even another one earlier on and they've come back from it all
2: uh, David Riley has said, I've only just realised how harmful the loss of points at Daytona for the MSR number 60 had been, yeah absolutely they they were championship contenders no well, one they has scored more points correct. than them since Daytona Jeremy correct that's exactly right so
5: they, whilst they I know c- that coming the- into this weekend uh, they had scored 200 uh, 200- 2,320 points which was uh, 50, uh, 50 more than the, the next best team and the, which was actually the, the Porsche car, yeah. the number 6 car was, was in third position funnily enough.
2: There was a lot of talk at the time and I understand about this uh, about why they were allowed to keep the win the trophy and the watches when they broke the rules, and what kind of penalty was that really well david riley's just answered that they they were a championship contending car and without the points being taken away they would have been winning the championship in 15 minutes time or yeah, 10 minutes time quite comfortably yeah uh, and um and, so uh, and that, that's t- that's the extent of what that 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 points deduction yeah, so made.
5: It, it was a good it was a f- fair comment uh, i think um well, you know, with, you know whether the penalty should, should have been more than that. Who knows? But but the point is, uh, what a what a great beginning and particularly end to the season and if they can stay in front for this uh, eight and a half minutes remaining, which we're going to have probably.
2: You're going to bet against Renger van der Zander though. Um, Harry yeah. Tinknell, nice. Matt Campbell, Mike Rockenfeller, Matt Campbell. I think we put two tires on that car. Now the Porsche has been very good at the start of a stint as well.
5: Yeah, but uh, but. Yeah, and he was doing some good laps there He'd lost a bit of ground after that previous restart But much of that was was in getting past the number 5 car But then he wasn't really able to reduce the deficits at number 59 Even though he set that car's fastest laps of the race Because the, the best lap for the number 59 car Is actually a little bit quicker than the factory car
2: This is... Uh Quality tweet. Hello to Daniel. He says, uh, Sorry, no, it's to. Oh, moving too quickly. To Blaskols says, I reckon according to your keys to the race, the safety car is actually the only thing that can win now because it's the only one that is actually abided by the keys to the race. Probably led most laps. Well, it, it's. Uh, well, what has it? what has it laid it has laid 78 laps which ties the longest so it'll be 79 when we come round this time won't it yeah that'll be the most coming to green this time around with 7 minutes to go that wasn't a bad guess either was it class has happened, and as they come to the line it'll be Colin Brown for the number 60 Acura's final race and MSR's final IMSA race for a wee one well, at least a season. I know that uh, they've been talking to other manufacturers for a programme over here. Renger van der Zander for the pride of Cadillac. Harry Tinknell for the pride of Christian Reed, yeah. Proton and Porsche. For, for, Cadillac, for Cadillac,
5: though, the second place will be, it will be good. As long End as up they can stay the, championship. the Porsche, yeah. yeah.
2: If, well, the question is, surely it'll only be the... Uh, it's only the Porsche Penske... Uh, motorsport car they've got to stay ahead of because I don't think Proton or JDC are registered for oh, manufacturing yeah, yeah, no, ma-
5: manufacturer in, in this unlike the World Endurance Championship right, well, it hasn't actually happened yet but um, no I think it's just the manufacturer
2: even though there it, weren't full season entries a very good question coming to great Jeremy will sort that out let's hope, lovely as it is the hybrid and twin turbo V8 XM is not seen again going to be a little under the seven minutes that I predicted, it's going to be about five and a half maybe as the leader is weaving left and right, coming down towards the left-hander at turn 10A strap yourselves in ladies and gentlemen I'm pretty sure
5: there isn't a distinction between factory and non-factory for manufacturer points, so here we go
2: on the power early, but not early enough. Renga van der Zander's got the run. There's going to be a dive down to turn one. Oh, the Acura V6 has kicked in and gets a great run off the final corner. Van der Zander had a really good punch out of turn 10b, and I thought Julie was going to be alongside the leader on the restart. There'll be three laps, possibly four, at the end of this one. It will depend when they come around. MSR with the Acura, will they sign off the this chapter of their IMSA competi- competitive history with a victory, Renga van der Zander for Cadillac and for Chip Ganassi, then the three Porsches, now fire for the right Porsche in the back of that car, Second that's it, place. it's over, It's over, the car's ablaze, will finish under yellow unless he can get off the track. No, the yellow's come out, the yellow's come out, that car is ablaze, he's been into the wall or he's been hit and it's fractured something in the back of the car and that will mean it is over. This is the 16 right car and Jan Halen who was second, he's out of the car, he's pulling the fire extinguisher He'll have done the inside one, he's done the outside one, he wants some fire extinguishing on the back of that car. That is a huge, there's been contact there, Jeremy, and a huge conflagration on the back. Excellent work by Halen himself to keep that from spreading to any other part of the car, and the... That's the 63 car which that is off as well, which was the leader in which, the
5: class. No, well, no, no, which was directly behind, behind. the Porsche.
2: Loris Spinelli. No, Spinelli. No no, oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Yes, sorry. 78 car was leading. Yeah. So that is, is this perhaps the cause of that incident? This is the Iron Lynx car. So there was a side by side. The EO Porsche went off. Coming out of turn 10B, there was side-by-side between the two Porsches, the Lamborghini, and at least one other car. There's a puncture on the Lamborghini then for the Forte racing car. That's for the Iron Lynx car. That's where that started. Was there another touch on the Porsche, or was it just that side-by-side? Ah, it looks like it is the right-hand side that has gone on that car and then it burst into flames, the right Porsche and Jan Halen. It's got to be oh a fuel goodness. rail, hasn't it? Something on the right rear. I think I think he's got a puncture in the right rear and that's damaged something under the bodywork. So Halen is in the middle of the scrap and gets sideswiped on the right-hand side by the Iron Lynx car that then hits the... Uh, then hits the A.O. racing car, puts that off the track. Good
5: gracious.
2: Still not really seeing how that all started, but there was a bump at the back. I think the A.O. racing car must have hit the back of the other Porsche. It yeah. will
5: be white flag. We've, we've seen that problem here before at Road Atlanta. That when the green flag comes out, the, 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 G, the, the cars at the back of the, of the pack of cars, i.e. the GTD leaders, uh, they're not yet into the chicane, so they are racing, effectively, as soon as the green flag comes out. That's one of the things I don't like about uh, this the, the way things are run here because if you're not allowed to race until you get back to start finish line, that would eliminate that sort of, I think, what happened uh, over there. We've seen that a lot. It happens here, it happens at uh, several other tracks as well.
2: Well, we'll get the white flag this time around and there'll be two and a half miles more of... This race so the, freeze is, the freeze is the freeze is fielded. No, the field is frozen, uh, and Colin Brown then and My Shank racing will take the victory. they know it. Elio Castro Davis uh, is uh, is congratulating the team. He wants to come back to the Rolex at the very least and have another go and another watch So Elio. So much enthusiasm. Two and a half miles to go. Renga van der Zander's second place, will be enough for Cadillac to clinch the Manufacturers' Championship in the first year of GTP. In lmp 2 Ben Hanley for CrowdStrike, which means I think that... There's the 52 car's third position. That's going to be tight in LMP2. However, it does mean that George Kurtz will get the invitation to Le Mans because they were all tied up for that particular championship. Uh, 31 wheel and engineer and action express are the champions provisionally after pros race tech of course and the winston endurance cup as well and the endurance cup as well in lmp2 it is ben keating and paul lube Chatan who win the championship but in second place i think the finish above and you'll have to tell me about the invitation to le mans jeremy I think George Kurtz, by winning the race, because weren't they all identical as they came in for that? I think George Kurtz, from winning the race, will get the the automatic invitation to Le Mans next year. Jeremy's adding that up at the moment. Yeah,
5: no, I re- yeah, the number fifty two car wins the championship. Yeah, nineteen ninety five yeah. to nineteen fifty eight. Yeah, of the zero uh, four car. Truman
2: Aitken... Yeah, I think that's going to They were all tied up, so. They were all tied up, so
5: whoever finishes ahead, which is George George Kurtz.
2: Wow. Uh, In LMP3, it'll be Garrett Grist for Junior 3 Racing. Matt Bell didn't get the chance to challenge at the end there for AWA, and Philippe Mifraga for Riley. Well, what a 26th running of the mortal 24 hours of Le Mans. Untidy controversial, incident packed, racing was good when we had racing, the longest run we had was just over an hour but taking the chequered flag for the final time in 2023 and the first GTP winner at the 2023 Le Mans, excuse me, Petit Le Mans will be MSR Joe Bradley is with us celebrating Elio Castro Nevis and Mike Shank. We are right
0: on the wall, John. Everybody's standing on the wall. Mike Shank, can't believe it. Mike, what a way to to end this chapter of Mike Shank racing in sports cars. You've you've I mean, all all right, we'll let you go wherever you're gonna to have to come back.
1: Fabulous. I, I, I don't I don't even know what to say right now. The, the crap this team's been through this year. Gotta thank Acura and all the uh, crew and drivers and it, it's, it's too much it's just too much hey, congratulations
0: so to be, uh, Mike what a what a fabulous he got really emotional there guys um, and now Helio where's Helio I'm just looking for a Zebedee like character bouncing around here's Tom let's grab Tom let's get in here Tom congratulations mate you guys have done it what a great win end
4: for the team oh man it's fantastic I mean what a topsy-turvy right that race was full of everything I mean yeah my last thing I thought we were done there you know and and the guys just, this team is incredible, incredible. I mean, you know, I think after losing those 200 points, I think we're only like 10 or 12 or whatever it was off the weed. So, you know, this team is the best best in the business at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my, every single one of these guys deserve it. And good things happen to good guys. So, uh, yeah, there's a reason we get these results.
0: We wish you all the very best in IndyCar, but I know you're going to come back for the big ones. Congratulations, Tom. Thank you,
3: just down the uh, pit lane with the overall champions and the endurance champions, <laughs> Alexander. Uh, fantastic. And, and what a way to sign off with uh, this team.
1: Yeah, it's been an incredible year. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty mad to think that uh, we've wrapped it up. Crazy race, as you expected, as we expected coming into this, but um, it's such a roller coaster. But, uh, yeah, just so proud of the, the, the job that everyone's done. Pipo and jack have done an insane job all year long um really felt like i've been the third wheel of it just to do my solid job each time and and bring the car in and and let them get in the car and do the job but uh team's been flawless so many good pit stops um yeah so so proud of everyone jack he's no third wheel is he absolutely not Uh, he really underplays himself as always i mean it's been an absolute pleasure working with everybody and um yeah this is a championship that everyone deserves
3: How nerve-wracking was that final hour, especially considering it was a chance that Pippo might have got a penalty for the incident with Felipe?
1: Yeah, I think we were extremely nervous, not only for that, but for the way the final pit stop played out. Uh, Pippo really had to win that one on track, you know, the way the BMWs were working together. So he did an amazing job and uh, pulled it out when he needed to.
3: Great stuff. Thank you, guys. Congratulations now. GD
0: Pro with Joseph. Shul Gurnon, Maro Engel, uh, GDD Pro winners of Petit Limon, 2023. fabulous. Shul, start with you.
4: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Thanks to AMG, to WeatherTech, to Proton, to my two teammates, Danny and Maro, it was fa. I don't want to curse because in the hotel yesterday they told me to not curse, but it's far- amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm very sorry for the language, Maro. Maro um, it's a topsy-turvy race. When did you even start believing you could win this?
4: Oh, man, I mean, it was up and down. You know, we were in the lead and then drive-through back all the way to the back. But like Jules said, uh, big thanks to, to Mercedes-AMG, to WeatherTech, who made this program possible. What an endurance season it's been for, for these guys, also winning the endurance championship. Um, unfortunately, I had to miss a round. So, uh, yeah, but it's been, it's been amazing. Um, big, big thanks to everyone.
0: Well done, guys. WeatherTech, Mercedes, GT Pro winners of Petit Le Mans. Uh, apologies for the unacceptable language
2: there from totally Drew.
0: unacceptable
2: that's uh, not very professional there I'm he's afraid. a factory driver mm. uh, uh, he knows bradley, it's wrong joe bradley down there and nick damon with sebastian porter sebastian second
3: place and a good finish this season
1: uh, yeah i guess at the image of the season disappointing uh just one bad restart and uh, all goes away. But, you know, it's the name of the game. So,
3: But you have to be pleased with where the car goes, especially the pleased with your two stints where you seem to be permanently in the lead when you're in the car.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you, you go for broke in those situations. There was no championship on the line. There was nothing else than winning the race. So coming up short like that hurts, but uh, it's part of it. Colin did a great job at the restart there when it mattered, and you uh, got us.
3: But you have won the Manufacturer's Championship for Cadillac.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, a, a really good day for Cadillac. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, manufacturers and uh, and the 31 wins championship. So, um, yeah, for Cadillac, very happy.
3: Race up see you in the Thank you.
2: Uh, Joe Bradley and Nick Damon down on the pit lane. Post-race tech, Michelin post-race tech coming up next. Hashtag PRT. We'll give the guys a chance to grab uh, anyone else. Uh, Jeremy, just a, a quick run through then. We've given the first, second and third in, I think, all of the classes. It was WeatherTech from FAF, from Reese on the podium in GTD Pro. Forte Racing fought their way through to the lead from Turner Motorsport and Wright Motorsport at the end there. The 77, uh, Trent Hinman and Anna Brynjolfsson getting the uh, the last Step on the podium there in Alan Brynjolfsson's uh, last, last race for a wee while.
5: Yeah, very well earned by that team. Uh, it's a tremendous result there for Trent Hinman and for Alan Bry- Brynjolfsson and uh, the, uh, the third driver this weekend in that number uh, 77 car, which is, I <laughs> can't even remember who it is now. Uh, Max Root, Maxwell Root, beg yeah. your pardon, Max. Uh, they, they've done an excellent job today. I mean, yeah, they weren't particularly quick through the practice sessions, but uh, they, they've emerged here as, a, as the highest-placed Porsche. Yeah, it was a dramatic uh, final few stages in that, in that race, which you don't really like to see. There's some really really messy driving going on. But uh, they were right there or thereabouts all the way through the
2: uh, second half of the race. Indeed. So the 26th running of... Mortul Petit-Lemont uh, and we'll quickly grab third place uh, finisher Harry Tignall with Nick.
3: Harry very quickly uh, well podium how about that?
2: Oh my god lad. that was just
3: uh, yeah, incredible. Uh, I'm so happy for the team I can't tell you how many uh, all-nighters these guys have done. Not just in the workshop but at the track as well um, what a race I mean to get in the car at the back uh, early on bring it forward to, to third and then from the back again end up in the wall <laughs> and they come back through oh, i thought it was all over for a second there but uh look i mean like i say this year's the building year for next year next year we want to uh we want to come and fight for championships and i think we can do that uh in WEC, and obviously uh proton are gonna be in imsa as well and uh yeah i've just absolutely love being back in the top class obviously got a new challenge coming up before which i'm super excited about as well but hopefully we can make something work because uh overall le mans is uh There's a place in uh, my trophy cabinet that I would quite like to.
0: Great stuff. Thank you, indeed, Harry Ticknell. Third place, but now a winner, the LMP2 winner. LMP2 winner is the 04 CrowdStrike car. Let's start with youngest first, young Nolan Siegel. I saw this kid race a couple of years ago, and he's... You are just a superstar, my man. How do you feel?
1: I feel great. I feel great. You know, it's two in a row now, two weekends in a row for George and I in the CrowdStrike car. So, um... Yeah, it's incredible. This is my first Petit Lamar win, second Petit, and, yeah, it's amazing, so couldn't be happier.
0: You really find your feet in sports cars. We know what he's like, we know how quick he is in a single seat. Ben Hanley, a man from the same part of the world as me. Ben, congratulations, man. Great race.
4: Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, the whole CrowdStrike APR team did a fantastic job giving us the car capable to, you know, through traffic, it was, it was just went where I wanted it to go, so made life a lot easier. You know, we, we were good on the restarts. Um, yeah, we we came back from being on the wrong side of Yellows a couple of times. So, yeah, awesome awesome result for the whole team and, like, well-driven to my co-drivers, George and Nolan.
0: Brilliant team effort. George, can you believe this journey that you guys at CrowdStrike are on? I mean, it's just phenomenal. It's, it's
2: unbelievable. And, you know, credit to the team and my co-drivers. I mean, everybody just did a fantastic job and really flawless execution. And to be able to, uh, to come out on top, at Petit Le is a big win for us uh, Some big implications, obviously And uh, we're really excited Parlez-vous français? Absolutely uh, we're, look- <laughs> we're looking forward to coming back to Le Mans that was, that was our goal here That's the coveted prize, is the Le Mans entry And we
0: got the endurance championship as well So, not bad for our first year Fabulous Let's head to LMP3 uh,
3: It's actually GTD, but hey-ho <laughs> <laughs> The 78-hour team, Patrick yeah. uh Congratulations, mates. That's uh, a great result for the Lambo
1: Unbelievable. You know, just to be here and watching Loris those last couple of hours was just gut wrenching. Uh, but we drove a clean race other than our three drive throughs. But every time we came back, fought back, we never gave up. And just the strategy calls from the team were absolutely incredible. So Crazy
3: race of traffic, though.
1: The craziest. I, I wouldn't shut up on the radio about it. <laughs> Did
4: you see that move into turn one?
1: But man, a, unbelievable experience and just so happy to be here. Just. Probably the coolest race I've ever been in. Fantastic. Great way to
3: talk.
2: Well Thanks done. So, so that is almost it for our international TV broadcast. We'll continue with Michelin post-race tech. Hashtag Michelin PRT at IMSA Radio. What a season. The first for GTP. We've come full circle from 1998 when Dr. Don Pino's had... A really crazy idea to try and get American sports car and GT racing back on its feet again. He was hoping that he could harness the power of the world's greatest sports car race, Le Mans, when he started Petit Le Mans here at Road Atlanta back in 1998. That became the American Le Mans Series with the American Le Mans Series Radio Web. And we've been here for everyone, bar one, since then. The changes that came with the unification in 2014 sent the world spinning again. But the Tudor United Sports Car Championship as it was morphed into the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and Convergence and Radio Shore Limited and IMSA Radio have been with it for the last nine years. The whole of the sports car world has been brought together by these new championship regulations. A new era is beginning. It's been a pleasure to have been a part of this. Thank you to everybody who's been involved right from the start, from the crazy bunch of Brits that came over with an idea that we could get this onto the internet and make it work, to the global broadcast that it is now. We couldn't have done it without the help of very many people, some, sadly, not with us anymore. We couldn't have done it without the help of those of you who have contributed, helped with all of the... Uh, all of the technicals as well. So whether it's been NASCAR Productions recently or our own, uh, our own technical team back in London are here at the track, it's been a wild ride that we've thoroughly, thoroughly involved. And the one thing that's never changed, right from the very beginning, is it's it been about a particular group of people. The democracy of radio, the broadcasting that's been free and without interruption, and of course, Dr. Don Singh. For the fans. From Road Atlanta. Michelin Road Atlanta at the 26th running of Motul Patilamod. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you. For this slightly untidy race. We'll unpack it all at Michelin Road Post Race Tech. For Shea, for Joe, uh, for Jeremy, for Nick. I'm John Hindorf, And for every single person who's picked up a mic or a piece of cable. Or helped with us down through the years. Thank you very much indeed. Michelin Post Race Tech. It's next from from Michelin Raceway. Good night.
0: This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check IMSAradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.